With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are live. We are in full effect. We are ahead. We are staying ahead. We are staying ready to keep from having to get there. So congratulations to all you who are joining me. Just doing a quick sound check here. Okay, great. I can be heard. Excellent. Yes, what a powerful decision you have made to join us, be it in the archives or live um, tonight, celebrating winter solstice, celebrating it is officially the winter season celebrating the feminine receptive energy of this season and the downloads that we are opening ourselves up to that will benefit us um, for the year ahead, okay? So congratulations. Um, Let's see here. There's so much going on, y'all. Tonight we are going to get into the nuts and bolts, (laughs) no pun intended, of um, this Saturn transit through Capricorn from now through 2020 and what that means for us. Saturn is, it depends on what astrologer you talk to. And some may tell you Saturn is a personal planet. Some may tell you it's a transpersonal planet. Some consider Jupiter and Saturn to be transpersonal or more um, social planets, okay? So, That's why this is such a topic of interest of people right now because Jupiter and Saturn, depending on what you consider it, would be considered these more social planets that impact us more as a collective, okay? And so um, Saturn has a lot to do with um, certain social structures. Saturn represents structures, um, government is going to be something that's related to Saturn, okay? Um, Institutions, to certain degrees, are going to be related to Saturn directly. And and Capricorn, Saturn, also, Saturn and Capricorn are not necessarily inextricably linked. Saturn as a planet governs the sign or the constellation of Capricorn. And planets and signs have different functions, okay? Um, The planets are more going to describe the what, Saturn the what, the parent, Saturn the what, the disciplinarian, Saturn the what, the teacher, okay? And then the sign is more going to give... um, 
I'll say, for lack of a better term, the where or the context, okay? So Capricorn um, is more going to be uh, these structures, okay? So it will make more sense as we go on. I just want to welcome you guys to the show. We don't go too far into the show without honoring, remembering, respecting, acknowledging our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We made it. We made it to the winter season, and we, we remember you. We honor you for those who have recently made transition. We honor you. We remember you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Also... Brother Ampu, our fearless leader here, if y'all were um, just joining him on the line, he just hosted a webinar for the Winter Solstice, which was amazing. I didn't even want to get off the line. I'm like, God host, I get to host this show, but I did not want to get off that line because the energy, the information, it's just it's so powerful to once again this this collective energy that's just building and and um, reverberating across the miles. It's just a beautiful energy. Thank you, Brother Ampu, for leading the charge um, during this time. We appreciate you, and thank you for another opportunity to broadcast. So I see you guys all on the line already. I'm telling you, it. I don't know if it's the season, the energy, and I would have never been broadcasting this late. I ne- I, my show used to be in the afternoon, in the Mercury hour of the afternoon, on Mercury Day, every Wednesday. And for, my schedule has just done, gotten topsy-turvy, and this has presented itself as the best opportunity here recently for me to broadcast. So um, I appreciate y'all joining me on the late night creep. Let's get it. Let's start the show out before we get too far ahead. I'm going to pick the first caller here, and we'll just interest first callers between um, this information. We are going to, I did do, we're going to do a separate horoscope special. Um, I intend to broadcast that tomorrow um, where I'm going to break down the 12 signs in um in accordance with this Saturn and, and Capricorn three-year transit. Um, tonight, I'm going to do horoscopes on the astrology, not the tarot, okay? I will give you all the uh, area of the zodiac wheel that your particular sun, moon, rising, Venus sign will be experiencing this Saturn and Capricorn transit over the next few years through. That will give you a very good idea extremely good idea of where you can expect um, Saturn is not really, it doesn't really give me feminine energy. It's so, I don't know, I'll, I'll have to unpack it as we get through the show. But this will be the area of life where if you put in that work, you won't see those results. And if you don't put in that work, you're going to see the consequences. I just had Saturn, while Saturn was in Sag, it was transiting an area of my chart dealing heavily with relationships. And so, you know, <laughs> my relationship, Saturn's also tests. Yes, Saturn's tests 
Saturn is challenging energy. You're going to be challenged in whatever area of the chart Saturn's transiting for you. And boy, oh boy, from all my every last one, I'll tell you this, by the time Saturn got out of this area of my chart, there was no question, there was no doubt what relationships in my life were real and authentic and stood the test and met and rose above the challenges. And there was no doubt between the relationships that, you know, Saturn said, mm, we're going to trim that fat. That's a fat relationship. We're going to trim that. You don't need that. It ain't doing you no good. It ain't helping nobody, not even them, for you to entertain this BS relationship. So that's what Saturn does. Saturn is that, like I've been saying, Saturn is that parent <laughs> that don't play. Saturn is that parent that when it when he or she comes home, it's time to get this in order. It's time to get your relationships in order if it's going through a particular area of your chart. It's time to get your work and your um, daily routine, your lifestyle in order if it's going through a particular area of your chart. It's time to get your dating life and your romance and your children in order if it's going through a particular area of your chart. So we're going to break down all that, and then hopefully tomorrow I will get to broadcast again, and we'll do a special horoscope broadcast where we break that will incorporate the tarot tool for um, the astrology I'm going to give you tonight for each of your signs, okay? So let's jump into a phone call real quick for the person that's been holding the longest. Call us from the 250 here live and on the air with your world healer. Peace. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi. Yeah. Um, Hi. Okay, are you doing horoscope or tarot tonight? I'm sorry. You said tomorrow you're going to be doing horoscope and tarot, so today would be just horoscope? I'm going to combine them. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to combine them because I did do a tarot pool uh, for tonight, but it's going to be the general pool for everybody, the energies that we, that spirits want to give us um, confirmation on for the next three years. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing tonight. Okay. What's What's your name and what's your sun sign? My name is Keisha, and I'm an Aquarius. Okay, Keisha, cool. Well, it's so wonderful to talk to you. I love all my Aquariuses, and they love me too. So <laughs> thank you so much for us tonight. Do you happen to know your rising sign? I am a Libra rising. My moon, all some, right. it depends on, oh. Your moon what? Oh, I was going to say, my moon, some some charts will put me at Taurus, some charts will put me at Gemini, but it seems like I resonate more with Taurus. So. Really? Is that because your moon is at such a late degree of Taurus or an early degree of Gemini, like a cusp type of situation? Yeah, I think I'm on a cusp. Yeah, and so okay. some some of them... I come up as a triple air sign, which is correct, too, which would make me one of the most difficult women to deal with because of my communication style. And then there's um, – but then when I look at – go through YouTube and I look at all the uh, horoscope and astrology videos, it's the Taurus that I'm actually resonating, not even Aquarius. Aquarius, too, is a lighter degree, but mostly when I go look at the horoscopes, I'm looking at Taurus. 
Mm-hmm. That's awesome and beautiful. Yeah. Brother Ampu speaks on that a lot um, because he meant he he incorporates information about sidereal astrology as well, and he shows the difference, um, actually three different types of zodiac astrology where mm-hmm. just depending on which one you're looking at, you know, especially when you're throwing in a fucus in there and all and the different dates, in some of them you're just going to be off by a little bit. In some of them you're the same all the way through. So the reality mm-hmm. is, is that you probably um, – uh, you you can read the energy both ways. I have some instances in my chart that are like that as well, and I just read mm-hmm. it both ways, and typically they both resonate. So I don't ha- get hung up on am I this, am I that when it comes to particular points and planets in my chart. I just, and mm-hmm. if it shows up in multiple systems, I incorporate them all, and it and it tends to work right. out best for me that way. That way I don't really have to right. go crazy about it. I just get to be all of it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us on the air, and if you'd like, I can put you back on hold, and we'll continue on with the show. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, y'all, let's keep it rolling. I'm going to get to some more callers. Let me just get get a little bit of this information out here for a quick second, and then I'll get into it. I hadn't given y'all the astrology for the week. Y'all know I keep y'all a week ahead. Um, let me just mention a couple of quick things. Um Definitely check out yesterday's show. There's going to be a link in the description of today, tonight's show um, for, to click here for the latest recording or broadcast, and that will take you back to yesterday's show. I did a general pool for the Sagittarius New Moon season that just started. I know, I know, the sun just went into Capricorn today, Mama Daughter. It's, it's Capricorn season. I know this, but it is still Sagittarius new moon season as of the 18th, okay? And so I've got um, a general tarot pool for everybody on that. And I did in one show the astrology and the tarot for each individual sign that's going to carry you through the next few weeks, all right? So check that out for your sun, moon, and rising sign. And if you're interested in your love and your money, check it out for your Venus sign as well. So the moon is actually, as of right now, the moon should still be in Capricorn. Lord, I should know this. But guess what? I got it right here. No, the moon's in Aquarius already as of, yes, last night. Um, 829 p.m. Central, the moon entered Aquarius, all right? So this is beautiful, of course. Um, Ampu's in Aquarius, just got off the line with him. I love when when the moon, the moon is an activator. The moon is an activator. So as the moon is transiting through the zodiac, through the constellations each month, every month it's going to go through all 12 signs. We all going to get a turn, Um it, it activates certain energies within us, of course, in the microcosm as well as um, what we perceive as beyond us or outside of us in the macro um, macrocosm, okay? And so until from now, the moon doesn't go into Pisces until, which is the sign right after Aquarius where the moon is at now, 
Um, the moon doesn't go into Pisces until Saturday, 8.42 a.m. Central, okay, Saturday, December the 23rd. The, the, the moon's going to be in Pisces uh, if you celebrate, y'all, I don't celebrate Christmas like that, so I think um, Christmas is on Monday. Um, so the moon should still be in Pisces by the end. I I will make that distinction when I do tomorrow's um, uh, horoscope show because I also want to give y'all some insights like I did over um, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving holiday. What I did was I just got a download on, I, I, I even named it the show after, like how to navigate these holy days and Man, it it ended up coming in so handy for because you don't know when you're getting around family and friends, you don't know what kind of energy people are going to be bringing with them. What what could pop off? And so I definitely want to give y'all some insight into that. I didn't prepare to do that tonight, so I'll do that um, uh, if if I'm permitted to broadcast on tomorrow. Okay, but we definitely um, are going to be experiencing this weekend the the moon going into the final sign of the zodiac, Pisces, okay? So as of Saturday rising, 8.42 a.m. Central, open yourself really even before that because y'all know when we have these void moons, right before the moon goes into Pisces on Saturday rising, even earlier Saturday rising, 4.12 a.m. Central, the moon sextiles Venus and it goes void for four hours and 30 minutes. Now, the moon being void and the moon being in Pisces isn't exactly the same thing because the moon being in Pisces is an active moon. The moon being void is like a, for lack of a better term, to to keep it kind of layman so y'all can just really grasp it, the moon being void is more like the moon being asleep. So, But I, I liken void moons to this Pisces energy because what, what's going on when the moon's in Pisces? It's the last final sign denoting endings and releasing and surrendering and letting go. So you're not really starting anything in a Pisces moon. Yes, I know we're in a new moon season. But like I reminded you all yesterday on the show that is devoted to this Saturday moon season that we're in, there's a Mercury retrograde on this new moon season. So it's not about doing brand spanking new stuff. It's not about starting a whole brand new enterprise from scratch right now, not in this particular new moon season. It's about the renewal of a thing. It's about second chances of a thing. It's about restoring, reviving, revitalizing a thing, especially when I broke down that trying, this trying to Uranus that this sad new moon is um, is having. So this is just a beautiful time. Um, I just wanted to give you all that void moon information, the Pisces moon. Um, while the moon is in Pisces, once again, um, as of Saturday rising, it's going to be a beautiful time, especially leading if you are celebrating or getting together with family and friends, to just allow yourself to rest <laughs> from all the hustle. Now, I don't believe in none of that uh, standing in line and going crazy Black Friday, do none of that. I haven't for years, but I know for a fact, based on people in my family and that I know that there are a lot of people that do. So if you've been caught up in the hustle and bustle of the season, ripping and running, holiday parties, this, that, and the third, 85 things, by all means, 
align yourself with the energies of the stars, and as of Saturday rising, give yourself a rest. <laughs> Please give yourself a break. When the moon's in Pisces, the best thing you can do for yourself is just allow and just be and just rest and just meditate and just watch a good movie, you know, listen to some music, um, uh, tap into your subconscious, do some affirmations. So it's a water, Pisces is a water sign, soak in the tub, drink you plenty of water. Um, Pisces is about forgiveness. Pisces is about um, um, understanding and compassion. Uh, maybe here on Saturday before you get together with family and friends on Sunday and Monday, you can, um, This is the moon being in Pisces is a perfect energy to be selfless under. And before you get to unpacking and unwrapping and all this stuff, you could um, extend yourself to somebody who, this is a difficult time of the year for a lot of people. I've been coming into contact with some of them. And they try to cover it up. You'll notice also while the moon is in Pisces, Pisces governs this um, in a low vibrational sense. It governs this energy of, you know, being drunk, <laughs> you know, all these forms of escapism. And so, you know, a lot, but if, if, you're, if your cup is filled up and this weekend hits, Saturday rising hits, it extends your over part portions of your overflow for those that could just use a, an ear, this is a good moon being in the Pisces is a good um, energy to just listen and just be allow somebody to just be give them a hug. Don't in Pisces, it, no words are necessary because you don't need to say anything if you're going out handing out. But you done bought up twenty blankets and you're going out just you know seeing people cold on the street. That's where they sleep. It just turned winter season today. And that's where they sleep at, um, not today, yesterday, um, and just handing out, you know, socks, you know, or, or uh, hot chocolate packets, you know, just something. And so that's that. Let's see what else I got for y'all. I just wanted to give y'all a little bit of the astrology for the rest of this week. Oh, y'all already know. I spoke on it yesterday. Mercury is stationing direct, woo, tomorrow, tomorrow evening. Mercury is getting the heck up out of retrograde motion, you heard me? And it will still be in the retrograde zone until January the 10th. Um, it started November, it got into the retrograde zone November the 14th of this year um, at 13 degrees Sagittarius. It went to from 13 to 29 out of out of 29 degrees. The 30th degree is the zero degree. Um, it went from 13 to 29 degrees, and then it retrograded at 29 degrees back to the 13 degrees. It came into the retrograde zone at, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow it will be at 13 degrees, and then as of January the 10th, it'll be back at the 29th degree where it was when it stationed retrograde and it'll finally leave the zone. And, of course, after the 29th degree, it's going to go into Capricorn. Mercury will go into Capricorn and activate all of this energy that's already in Capricorn, Saturn being in Capricorn, Pluto's been in Capricorn, okay? 
And I think Venus is going to catch up because Venus has been running the sun and Venus. It's going to be a good amount of energy in Capricorn by the time Mercury leaves the zone, okay? So with Mercury stationing direct, first of all, with Mercury stationing tomorrow, that's critical, y'all. That's critical. Everything and anything that is Mercury-related in your world, in your life, in your existence, pay attention. What does that consist of? The mind, that's mercurial, okay? Be as clear as you can in your mind tomorrow. Do yourself a favor and don't get caught slipping. Um, messages tomorrow, you know, and not really just tomorrow because these things don't happen in a vacuum really today, um, tomorrow. That's why I'm like, ooh, am I really going to broadcast today the Mercury station? Because, you know, Mercury rules media and broadcast and radio. Really? Am I really going to do that? So, like I said, that's my uh, intention. And so far with Saturn and Capricorn, I'm taking this very seriously. I told y'all what happened, the the rising of Saturn going into Capricorn. I woke up, it's just my whole energy was different. And it's been different ever since. so, um, e- oh, yes, yeah. shout out to L.A. from last night's call. Shout out to Hadassah. I did not get to call y'all back today. I will tomorrow. I got caught up. I didn't even know Spirit was going to take me on a winter solstice journey like I went on today. But, baby, I was caught up in the spirit and just was doing winter solstice rituals all day, just almost unconsciously, just like I, I wasn't even in control of my body, but, it all was amazing and perfect and divine and beautiful, and I don't regret it, but I did not get to call you ladies back, and I will tomorrow. I I just wanted to mention that. But, yeah, Mercury stationing direct tomorrow. Um, I've already mentioned a whole lot of stuff that Mercury governs travel, okay? Any mode and method of travel and communication is going to be acutely um uh, uh, and easily affected by this station. So be on guard. Check that, you know, regular normal routine, going to work. Just look online real quick and see if it's anything blocking or, or, or leave about 30 minutes early. And, hey, if nothing, you know, got in between you and your destination, you know, uh, treat yourself to stop somewhere where you wouldn't normally done because you didn't have time. But give yourself a buffer when traveling. Give yourself a buffer when communicating um, because all these things are going to be even more strong now that it is at the time of station. That's just the, that's just the case at any station. I don't care what it is. But whatever the um, planetary body that is stationing, it's those things that are surrounding that energy that you need to be mindful of. Don't be fearful. Don't be scared. But just be mindful. Be aware. And hook yourself up. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's the whole point of astrology, being aware ahead of time and just making a decision to manifest and master these energies on to the on the frequency and the vibration you choose. I'm sure you don't want to get into an accident. I'm sure you don't want to be late. I'm sure you don't want to 
you know, get stuck in traffic and miss a critical appointment. Um, uh, Mercury governs, you know, contracts and agreements and meetings and all of that stuff. If you have a presentation tomorrow, see if you can postpone it. If you can't postpone it, then, you know, get to where you're going to be setting up for your presentation, you know, even earlier than you originally had planned and, and, and go run through the presentation, you know, while nobody's there so you can know that all the slides and everything electronic and mechanical and the screen and the projector, stuff like that, okay? Um, at the time of station, Mercury is going to be squaring Neptune. Um, that's going to be a major. I mentioned the square to Neptune as it relates to the Sagittarius new moon on yesterday's broadcast. I'm mentioning it again today as it relates to this Mercury station. M Neptune square Mercury on top of the fact that Mercury is stationing is like a double whammy, potential for a double whammy, okay? Even more so where Neptune squaring this Mercury that's stationing can cause, can can be, I won't say cause because I, I, um, I hear this one guy on YouTube all the time. He's like, the planets do not impel. They do not compel, you know, and I agree. I agree that nothing, Mercury's not doing a damn thing to us. Neptune is not, you know, Neptune square Mercury is not doing nothing to us. It's not causing us to be confused. But it is creating the energetic, spiritual, and astrological cosmic conditions for confusion to thrive, for mental confusion to thrive. So then that's where, you know, somebody like me giving y'all a heads up comes in because you can say, okay, okay. The potential for confusion is there and it's right and it's prevalent. So what can I do? How can I interact with this Neptune energy, this Neptune square energy on the highest vibration to where, once again, uh, I mentioned it before, you can't be vibrating low on Neptune and high on Neptune at the same time. Low vibration on Neptune is confusion, okay? It's lying and deception and, uh, you know, um, uh, gosh, so many things I just got to see. Mercury stationing, stuff like that. I always end up channeling a really good example for y'all. So this is what I'm saying. If you have a presentation tomorrow and stuff like that, you could have like a mental lag where it's like, dang, it was just right there on the tip of my tongue. Or, and you really just, Neptune is an influence that it, it will dissolve. <laughs> It'll just disappear like, wait, I just had something in mind to say. Where did it go? And so um, that's why I say if you can postpone it, postpone it, because the highest vibrations of Neptune is not, like I just said, it's, it doesn't involve words. That's why I was talking about the moon being in Pisces at the end of the week. Pisces is governed by Neptune. So it's, it's a very similar energy here. And I'm saying that in a time where your words might fail you, it's a high probability your words and your mind could fail you. 
when it comes to something critical, if it's like an important presentation at work or an important conversation you want to have with somebody, if you don't have to do it tomorrow, don't. People got to drive every day. I'm not going to tell you just because Mercury Station in tomorrow, if you don't have to drive, don't. What I'm saying is plan for these types of contingencies. Plan for these Neptune Square contingencies. You don't normally use the GPS system. Tomorrow use it because old girl on the on the recording is probably going you know, she'd be getting it wrong sometimes. She'd be like, you know, make a left here. It's like, girl, it's on the right side of the street. What are you talking about? But at a time like this, it may be a backup like that, like the GPS system, that may come in handy when you know that the conditions are going to be right for potential confusion or forgetting something you had in mind, completely dissolving. (laughs) Where did it go? Um, Whatever you can push past or out to um, this January the 10th date, by all means, when Mercury finally leaves the retrograde zone and enters brand new territory and it's direct and it's, you know, nowhere near anything related to retro Mercury, this latest Mercury retrograde. Y'all know it's going to happen again here real soon. It happens like three, four times a year. But um, then by all means do that, okay? Um, just a quick run through, really quick run through of all the signs and where Mercury was retrograding in your chart. And then I'm going to check back in on the phone lines to the caller that's been waiting the next um, amount of time. Sagittarius, of course, Mercury retrograde in your sign. And so um, it, absolutely any area of life could have been affected when it, uh, it comes to especially your energy, your mental energy, your focus, you know, your communication going off a little or potential problems there. So um, you will definitely, you, you will absolutely notice tomorrow once Mercury Station is direct. Let me give you an exact time because I like to do that for you guys. Yes, um, tomorrow evening, 7.51 p.m. Central, baby. It's going to be a Mercury Direct party over here for this Sagittarius, I tell you. <laughs> Pisces, for you, um, you may have had a lack of focus or a little fuzziness or a little um, feeling a little off when it comes to your goals, your responsibilities, your discipline, okay, and... Um, uh, your reputation, your status, the impression you make, making progress. You may have felt re- really acutely over the past few weeks like you haven't really been able to make a lot of progress, especially if it was dealing with something new. Now, if it was dealing with something where you're reviewing something and re- uh, revisiting something, you may have uh, felt a little less like you were being inhibited, but you're going to notice that kind of feel like it's unlocking for you again slowly. But surely, please, y'all, give Mercury a little bit of time. I know it's stationary and direct tomorrow, but just give it a little time to pick its seed back up and get on about this retrograde zone. Gemini, Mercury is your ruler. You know that if you've been listening to me. And so um, for you, uh, definitely in the area of your personal relationships, um, they can be business, romantic, any any other, even your higher self or even your other self, your shadow self, um, just feeling like 
struggling in the area of relationships, um, feeling uh, a lack of flow when it comes to communicating with others and just things being off and you really having to, over the last few weeks, do way more listening than talking. And so continue, please, even after Mercury stations tomorrow and especially tomorrow, continue to be extremely patient with people, um, you know, and there's something coming out. And um, twice. Okay, it's just probably because Gemini, your Mercury rule, this is really just coming out for um, channeling through me to tell you, um, think twice before you say something to somebody. Not think twice in the way, well, don't say it, but think twice in the way as far as how you're going to deliver it, okay? With Sagittarius, Mercury's been retrograde in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the sign and the energy of, of higher knowledge, higher learning, higher wisdom. That's why it governs college and universities. It's this energy of um, expansiveness and growth and wisdom, being the guru. So that's where the thinking twice and the hesitation comes in, not because you're thinking, well, I don't think I want to say it after all. If it needs to be said, it needs to be said. But think of the high, allow yourself to channel through the highest way to deliver whatever message you may have, Gemini, okay? Um, I could go real deep into as far as like Gemini, the fact that Sagittarius is your opposite energy and all this stuff that you represent more of the lower mind while Sag represents more of the higher mind. But I won't, I, I need to keep it moving because I really want to get into the title of this show for y'all. And I want to check in on the phone line. So I'm just doing a real quick recap. Virgo, I've already went over all this information when Mercury was stationing retrograde. I'm just doing a recap to kind of remind y'all what area of life to kind of be looking out for this Mercury stationing direct energy to potentially pop up through. And so you can kind of be on the lookout and be prepared. Virgo, Mercury's your ruler too, baby. And so for you... Um, you may have seen over the last few weeks when it comes to home, family, uh, your inner emotional foundation, maybe just you even communicating uh, as far as head, Mercury, your ruler, and and emotions, this fourth fourth house energy uh, that talks about, you know, more heart and emotions and how you feel. So you may sense after tomorrow that that, uh, link between head and heart is kind of clearing up where you're feeling a bit more emotionally balanced and stable and understanding of yourself and others, uh, especially those others that you live with on the home front and family. So that's beautiful. That's coming just in time for these holy days, Virgo. Enjoy. Aries, for you, Mercury stationing direct is um, – hitting on this ninth house for you. So you may have felt a little hazy over the past few weeks as it just relates to this Sagittarius energy of, you know, feeling potentially like, man, I can't, I haven't really been able to expand or grow like I have been before or, um, you know, new experiences kind of not really clicking and all this kind of energy or you um, uh, like a confusion or a, um, 
conflict when it comes to you and, and you needing your space or, you know, uh, those kind of conflicts with you and people, the people around you, or even just your ability to learn or teach being a little bit off, that's going to um, begin to straighten out for you, okay? You'll notice that um, probably pretty acutely tomorrow um, as Mercury stations Leo, for you, uh, your Leo house has been affected. You know, you may have just felt a little off, not really like yourself. Like um, um, maybe even because, you know, the fifth house governs like children and even your inner child, you may have been, you know, um, manifesting a bit of childishness or notice that in other people, you know, um, and their, their end could have lied to struggle to really communicate because somebody's, you know, just playing too much or playing all the time or you doing that. And so you may find it a lot easier to um, um, handle business, you know. What, if you're after Mercury Station is direct, if you're not experiencing in yourself or others a lot of this childishness, it should manifest as being a lot easier to pay attention, get things done, handle your business, be mature, and take care of your responsibilities, okay, and find that 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 good balance between let, allowing yourself and others to play but also getting down to business. Cancer, for you, um, you'll notice with Mercury stationing direct tomorrow, well, you may have noticed over the last few weeks that as it relates to work, okay, and they, your daily routine, you may have been letting chores slide. You may have, you know, um, your schedule. You just been missing appointments and stuff like that. Um, you may notice that that uh, eases out and smooths out after tomorrow. Okay, so Scorpio, for you, as it relates to the Monty Hunty, you may have um, noticed just show up in a myriad of ways. Um, maybe the budget has been off a little bit. You've been getting outside of that budget over the last few weeks or uh, maybe, you know, like a check lost in the mail or something like that, you know, is how Mercury retrograde could have been impacting this area of your chart. Or um, you may have had to tap into some money you had saved up because of a Mercury retrograde um, mishap. You had to buy another computer. You had to buy another phone. You had to get a part on your car replaced. Um, so you may see after tomorrow that this, these types of things begin to rectify themselves. You get to replace the money you had to spend, things like that, okay, Scorpio? Libra, for you, um, Mercury retrograde has been impacting your Mercury house, okay? So you've been having Mercury on Mercury <laughs> going on. You could have just been feeling just uh, scattered, smothered, and covered the last few weeks and just, really out of it a little bit, and so um, you may find after tomorrow that, you know, your mental just in general gets back online, and the ideas are starting to flow in again, the information starting to flow in and out again, your communication coming back online, okay, and you being able to focus your mental. Aquarius, for you, um, once again, your own, like Leo, your own energy is being activated here, and so uh, Mercury over the last few weeks definitely could have, y'all know that this Aquarius area of the chart governs technology, so y'all could have been some of the main ones, Aquarius, dealing with technological issues, um, even neurological issues with this area of the chart, and um, just 
you're you're the the genius you naturally have access to could have been a little off. Like, dang, I know I'm a genius now. Hold on now, I don't know what's going on. It's been Mercury retrograde, so uh, hopefully your uh, Mercury stationing tomorrow is going to allow you to get back online with um, your your ability to access the future like you do. Your ability to access your hopes, wishes, and dreams. Um, and um, and make it and make the connection. Okay, the connection should come be coming back online for you, mentally, energetically, and otherwise. Um, even relationally, with maybe you can also with this area of your chart, you may have been experiencing um, communication issues with friends and groups that you associate with. All right, so that should begin to rectify. Taurus. For you, Mercury stationing direct tomorrow, well, over the last few weeks, actually, um, you may have been really emotional, Taurus, and you didn't really know why, and you were just like, what the heck? And, um, you know, the similar to, who was that, Virgo? Yeah, Virgo. Uh, you may have been dealing with, and I'm going to get on Cap- get not get on Capricorn, but it'll be a similar message um, that I mentioned to Capricorn here next. Uh, so all the earth signs, but definitely you, Taurus, you know, um, because with this area of your chart, you're talking about deep people you hold deep bonds with, people you are intimate with, people you share resources with, okay, where the communication could have been really off and it could have been – and see, this is the area of chart tours that, that can talk about extreme emotions. So it could have been really, something really upsetting could have occurred over the last few weeks for you. And I'm here to tell you the good news is that as of tomorrow, this should begin to turn around. Mercury is literally turning around. It's stationing in a whole nother direction. So, I mean, you know, be encouraged, Taurus. And, um just continue um, the, the Mercury retrograde suggestion overall is is always you know listen more than you speak and things like that. So um, continue to allow, give yourself the opportunity, Taurus, to be quiet and just listen. Listen for you know audible things, but listen for clear audience things as well. Messages are going to be powerfully strong tomorrow um, at the time of the station. Okay. Capricorn, last but not least, Mercury retrograde for you over the last few weeks, definitely. Hmm. Here I go again. God damn it, Capricorn. I don't know why the hell I'm channeling such strong energy for y'all. I don't know why. Maybe because Saturn's in Capricorn now and it just is just it feels heavy when I even just said Capricorn. It felt like something just sat on my chest. Lord. Okay, so, so Capricorn, over the last few weeks with Mercury retrograde through your 12th house, okay, just, and I guess I'm just channeling that, you know, it's just a lot been going on with you, especially in the hidden realms, in these realms you can't see, dream realm, Um energetic realm, people's energy and aura around you, your energy and aura, and the potential for the confusion there, the potential for miscommunication. You are, it's already the 12th house, 
where you can't pin anything down no way. And then throw a Mercury retrograde on it? Hmm. So after tomorrow, you may begin to notice that the spiritual communicating that's going on clears up. You begin once again to be able to not, it's, it's still 12 past Capricorn, so it's not going to be logical that it begins to make sense and all this stuff to you. But energetically and spiritually, what's going to come online for you is the ability to access once again in a more clear, concise way. Give it time. It's not going to all clear up tomorrow. It's going to give it through January the 10th as it gets out of the retrograde zone that what begins to clear up shows up in your subconscious, shows up in your, um, you know, you're going to perceive it energetically first. So that's Capricorn. you got to stay in tune with your star player in order to see and perceive. That's what Sagittarius, where Mercury has been retrograding, is all about. The motto of Sagittarius is I see, I perceive, okay? And it's not talking about physical eyes. So you got to be, when you're having a 12th house transit and a Mercury retrograde through it, Capricorn, you have to give yourself some downtime. You can't be running the street trying to get a spiritual message. And you have to allow yourself time to meditate, okay, just to be quiet. And you download some messages so you can get some clarity up in this piece. All right, y'all, I'm going to check in on the phone lines, and then we're jumping head first into this um, Saturn and Capricorn energy. I just want to mention one more thing uh, before I do, which will be Sun conjunct Saturn. The Sun will be aligning directly with Saturn, activation at, at zero degrees Capricorn, no less. Um, it actually did that today at 3.08 p.m. Central, and it did. It only aligned one time this year, which is today. It won't align. Sun, the sun won't align with Saturn at all in 2018, but it'll align next on January the 2nd of 2019. So I just want to mention a little bit about that. It doesn't happen in a vacuum. I know that it already have, um, occurred uh, earlier today, but this energy is going to be in play definitely through the rest of this week, so I want to mention it to you guys so you can be on the lookout for it and choose to manifest the highest vibrations of this energy for the rest of the week for sure. Okay, um, let's see. Caller from the 239. You're live and on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Hello, Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Yes, you're live and on the air. What's your name? Yes, Hi. My name's Lana. Alana. Uh, I'm a hi. Uh, I'm a Scorpio. Okay. And Ooh. My my rising sign is Scorpio also. All right, double Scorpio. Mhm. Cool. And my moon is in Pisces. Wow. <laughs> I would love. <laughs> To be a fly on the wall. Wow, what a what a um incarnation you have chosen this time around. Um, what uh would you do you have a question? Would you like to add any content to tonight's show? Uh I no, I I'm just 
uh, curious as to, you know, how that would affect uh, how the Saturn and Capricorn would affect May, my planet. Definitely. Um, I'm I'm about to jump into that. I'm curious, though, because Jupiter has been in Scorpio since October, and it has just been, I love Scorpio energy, but a lot of people, it's, a, it's an energy that can be intense. It's an energy that can be extreme. Um, I guess because I came from a Scorpio, my mom is a Scorpio, I just, I have this affinity towards it, and I have certain Scorpio placements in my chart. I just love Scorpio. But I'm curious from, especially from a double Scorpio, I feel like, wow, I got to know, you know, just on an energetic level, on an emotional level, how you have perceived um, in general this time frame from October to now. It's just been a couple of few months, but have you picked up on Anything? It's been good. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's been good. There's a lot of m- moving fast, a lot of changes, and uh, yeah. I kind of like where things are going. I know you do. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's what I've been picking up on and perceiving is that people who have, um, you know, Scorpio is, is has a lot to do with things that are hidden, things that are behind the veil, things that are mysterious, things that are um, of an occult-like nature. That's hence the hidden element. Um, and I find, I've been observing that people who have a good relationship with this kind of energy have been loving it and faring very well since Jupiter has gone into Scorpio. I have uh, equally... Uh, have I noticed that people who don't have a healthy relationship, people who manifest more of the lower vibrational manifestations of Scorpio, like the obsession, like the jealousy, like the, Mm -hmm. you know, the um, manipulating and the control freaks, like they have been, it's, when I called it, I've, I've been calling um, Jupiter through Scorpio Judgment Day. I said every day while Jupiter's in Scorpio, it's Judgment Day, baby. And for those who have been manifesting lower, um, you know, of course they don't like it. Of course they've been, you know, very bothered, very exposed. <laughs> and so I definitely mm-hmm. want to get your perspective on that. I'm glad you could corroborate that. And what that shows me energetically is that you're vibing really high on your own energy, which is beautiful, it's perfect, and you'll find over the to the rest of the time that Jupiter is in Scorpio, you'll find a lot more of the higher manifestations of Jupiter being in your sign continue to play out, where it's not feeling like Judgment Day, it's feeling like Abundance Day. That's why you're telling me, it's been cool. You cool with it. It's good for you. Yeah, yeah. And how how long? How, how thank you. How long is uh, Jupiter going to be in Scorpio? A while, I hope. Jupiter's going to be in Scorpio. Oh, you got oh you got time to rake in this abundance and this luck and these oh, benefits. Oh, uh, Jupiter's the great benefic. You have until almost the end of 2018. So. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, enjoy. I am so glad that okay. you raised your hand and called in tonight. 
And I'm I am celebrating with you. I would like to place you back on hold and I'm gonna jump into these um Saturn and Capricorn horoscopes. Yes, by all means listen out for that Scorpio and the Pisces information for uh for yourself. Oh. And you'll find even in the I'm gonna break down the tarot spread that I pulled too and you'll find your energy popping up in there as well because two of the cards I pulled are water cards, which is gonna represent your all of your all three of your main energies in Scorpio and Pisces. Mm, yeah. Okay, sure. Yes. You don't love it. All okay. right, thank all you. All right. Thanks so much. No. Peace. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, y'all. I want to just skip straight to it now that I said that. But the, the, this little piece on the sun aligning with Saturn is really short, sweet, quick, and to the point. I don't have horoscopes for it or anything. But um, I did give y'all the dates on that. The um, This next sun alignment with Saturn is going to happen in a couple of years, January the 2nd, 2019. And when this happens, for the rest of this week, for sure, leading up to today as well, but I'm just now um, getting a chance to tell you all about it. But it's really been playing out. How many things have aligned with Saturn in the last little bit that I've told you all about? So it's going to sound really familiar when I talk about Mercury having aligned. I just talked about that last night and reminded you all that Mercury aligned with Saturn twice already and is going to align with it one more time after tomorrow when Mercury stations direct. So it's a similar energy where, like with the sun on Saturn, it's this energy where it's time to get to work, okay? You're going to hear this theme played out when I jump into Saturn in Capricorn for the next three years. Um, You know, I I mentioned to you all before, Saturn was all up in my areas, in Sagittarius for the last for the last three years, so I know a little something about it. And this alignment is like, okay, it may feel like the damn ten of wands, the burden, the struggle. It may get a little real. It may feel a little real. I was channeling that all day today. <laughs> I've been channeling it since Saturn went into Capricorn. I'm sitting here. I. What's so beautiful about it, you know, Mercury retrograde brings stuff back to you. A lot of times, yes, it'll bring the X's back, the X's and the O's. And today, uh, Spirit allowed me to manifest something coming back to me as a direct result of my ability to embrace this Saturn energy. You can run from hard work all you want to. You're going to be the only one mad when the parent comes home and you ain't did what you're supposed to do, and it's time. That's where the pun. when I was talking last night about the difference between punishment and discipline. If you discipline yourself, you ain't got to worry about no punishment. And so I was uh, doing so. I just, man, Winter Solstice did this number on me where I was like, in clean mode, like I already clean regularly, but today I was just like digging through the crates cleaning, like, you know, I was on a whole nother level today. And I I mentioned to one of my mama's babies, I said, uh, (laughs) I had been 
needing to buy some new gloves. I had been walking around here with some work gloves, <laughs> some old work gloves I had, because the the, um, the pair, the, the you know, pretty pair of gloves I had, I had lost one of them. Can't go around with one glove. So I was just, the pair I had was some work gloves. So I had been putting those on and putting them in my pocket so nobody could see. I was running around here with work gloves on. And, um, so I'd been needing to buy a new pair of pretty gloves to wear. I was doing some deep cleaning today. Just like I said, it was it was like my brain was shut off and I was just doing stuff. And so spirit had me go through this one particular container and I said, God damn, I got scarves in here, beautiful scarves. I got and then I looked and I had a uh, all this winter stuff and I had but see I, it's a lot that's been going on with me, so I thought I, I had gone through all my winter stuff. Well, I had missed the container. <laughs> and, baby, this beautiful metallic pair of gloves just popped up from underneath one of these blankets. I said, got to be more careful. Spirit brought me a pair of gloves I do not have to go out and buy. And I was, I was mentioning to my mama's baby, I said, you know, all that we need, we already have it. That's a mantra and an affirmation that I always say, but it tends to show up for me regularly just to prove itself to me over and over again that that really is true. And it was in my openness. Once again, I reminded y'all that this winter solstice energy is about being receptive. It's about being open. This ain't about, and I know it may feel a bit juxtaposed to this Saturn energy that says work, 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 work real hard, work real hard, work real smart. But in that working, be open, especially at this critical, sensitive few days here, these first few days of winter solstice, where, you know, the sun is essentially, there's there's cosmic things going on that um, where the energy is resting. I'll put it like that. Like I encouraged y'all last night, please, by all means, do your own research on the winter solstice, the spirituality around it, what it means to you, and take what you will from it. But um, it just seems to be very beneficial right now in particular to be open and receptive. There's a trine going on that I mentioned from the new moon to Uranus right now. That also is an indication of staying flexible being open, you know, leaving space in your day, you know, this Western society, especially this time of year, it encourages a lot of ripping and running, a lot of going, a lot of spending money, and it just energetically right now, it's not, it, it doesn't seem to be very beneficial to be on that track and path. So with the sun in alignment to Saturn right now, um, definitely the order of the day, pun intended, order, structure, organization, um, here we go, y'all. See, that's why I'm thinking I may not broadcast tomorrow because Mercury's facing in with this for the Neptune. I'm sitting here looking at notes. And my mind is like, ah! So as it relates to daily routine, structure, schedule, and things like that, um, it's only going to benefit you if you align yourself with these higher vibrations of Saturn. 
You know, parent yourself. Don't be thinking, oh, the parent's coming home, this, that, and third, I got to get stuff together. Parent yourself so you don't have to be parented. Discipline yourself so you don't have to be disciplined or punished, okay? It's not about making things harder, but it is about getting things done. Saturn and Capricorn, y'all, it's time. How much time we got left? Oh, cool. We got time. We got time to go in. I don't have to rush or nothing. I can go through all these 12 signs for y'all, too. Let's go. The last time Saturn was in Capricorn was November the 12th, 1988 to February the 6th, 1991, okay? Um, did I get that right? Okay, yeah. And then before that, it, it, see, just like this time around, what's going to happen is it's going to – it entered Capricorn yesterday, right? Okay, so then on March 21st, 2020, it's going to enter Aquarius, but then it's going to retrograde, okay? So it's going to go back into Capricorn for a few months from July the 1st, 2020 to December the 17th, 2020. So only in that amount of time, March, April, May, June, July, only for about four months in 2020, it'll be in Aquarius before it retrogrades back into Capricorn. So that's pretty much what happened here in um, 1988. Uh, from February the 13th, 1988, to June the 10th, 1988, it was in Capricorn. And then it must have done the same thing, went into Aquarius, and then retrograded back into Capricorn from November the 12th. 1988 to February the 6th, um, 1991, okay? And so this is the first time it's coming back into Capricorn, Saturn, coming back into Capricorn since then. After this time, I'm just giving you all a timeline to give you all some context on how this Saturn cycle works and the time frame on it. After um, December the 17th of 2020, when it finally leaves Capricorn for Aquarius and it won't be retrograding back into it, it won't come back around to be in Capricorn until January the 24th of 2047, okay? And it'll be there um, uh, from January 24th, 2047 to July 10th, 2047, um, it'll go into Aquarius and then come back into Capricorn from October the 22nd, 2047 to January the 21st of 2050, okay? So that just gives you a little bit of context on how these Saturn and Capricorn transits work. On the timeline, okay, Saturn governs time. We discussed that last night. In Capricorn, Saturn is at home, Okay. Saturn feels good in Capricorn. It's like, okay, yeah, I know this territory. It ain't nothing like being in Sag where it was the last three years. <laughs> it feels good in Capricorn. And so um, a lot of themes around career. Yeah, I've been saying the hard heart, smart work. Y'all been hearing me say that. So themes around career are likely to come in focus the cards that I pulled for the Saturn and Capricorn transit really 
corroborate what I had been sensing about this transit, which is, and that's why, um, uh, and I, I apologize, I forgot your name, dear sister, with the double Scorpio and the Pisces. Um, I think that you're, you're going to love it because um, the message that's coming through is that you're not going to be able to work hard. You're not going to be able to work hard. When I say heart, your heart's in it. You're doing the heart work smart work. You're not going to be able to work like that if you're not doing work that you love. You're not going to be able to work like that if you're not, if your heart's not in it. If you're in a career path that you loathe or despise, it may may not take that long of Saturn being in Capricorn to show you that you're going to have to make a change. It's like the parent coming home. What you doing working a job that you loathe and despise, you know? And if you discipline yourself to align yourself with a career path that is more um, conducive to something you can be passionate about, then you won't have to be disciplined. You won't have to be punished. You won't have to deal with, well, this and this is going on at the job day, and this and just just steady, just stuff, just stuff, just stuff, just stuff, where you don't get any joy or peace from it. And the cards totally corroborate this in the the overall card for the spread for Saturn and Capricorn is a, 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 a card that popped up last night and it popped up again tonight and it's this eight of swords energy where you're feeling confused well what am I supposed to do if I don't do this I've been doing this for 30 years and my heart's not in it the eight of swords is feeling powerless and restricted and pessimistic and stagnant and in prison. I'm stuck in this job I hate. And so the card right beneath it in the present position is almost a completely opposite energy, which is this joy, the Ten of Cups, which is this, you know, you see on the Ten of Cups, it looks like a goddamn rainbow, you know, and the family, they just holding each other and looking all perfect. That's this energy of, embodying joy and peace, and it is the card of family, and it is the card of fulfillment, doing something that fulfills you, doing something that when you're doing it, you're satisfied and you're just glowing, and it ain't no not a lick of hostility around, ain't nobody mad getting up. We, we, we get to go to work today. We get to live our passion and our dream, and so... Um, I'll continue to mention, and I, when I did, when I pulled the cards, I, I never just want something to come out. But I was like, okay, I'm doing a Saturn and Capricorn spread, so like I'm gonna get a whole bunch of Pentacles cards, of course, Earth energy. And the only uh, Pentacle card that came up actually was on the bottom of the deck. So Spirit was like, okay, fine, I'll give you your little Pentacle, and it, it's the Nine of Pentacles. And that further corroborates what I've been sensing about this Saturn and Capricorn transit. The Nine of Pentacles is the is more it's it's more of this embodiment of being fulfilled. A lot of tarot readers will call the Nine of Pentacles the ultimate the card of the ultimate single. This is when you're single and loving it. You know what I mean? But as it relates to this particular spread, this is that card of discipline. 
Um, this is the, that card of relying on yourself. So this is showing me that if if over the course of the next three years you are inspired, and with Saturn, <laughs> that inspiration can come in the form of hardship. It may just get goddamn hard to go to a job you hate. It may just get downright. It may and depending when I show you all these horoscopes of the astrology of where it's going to be happening in your sign, if it's if it's showing up in like I like I just told y'all, it Saturn just came up out of the area of my chart dealing with relationships, and it may just get damn hard to deal with somebody that you don't like and they don't like you and y'all just feel like, well, we've been around each other for 20 years. We what, what we have to be around each other. Saturn's going to make it. To, I don't care if it's relationships. I don't care if it's job. I don't care if it's family. I don't care if it's where you live. I don't care if it's, um, you know, certain lifestyle choices. That, if it's not for you, Saturn's going to make it to where you can't damn stand it. And that's just from my observation experience, so I can definitely uh, testify to that. Um, Saturn, while Saturn's in Capricorn, um, you're, especially when I break down where it's happening in your chart, you're not necessarily going to be given a damn thing. <laughs> you are going to have to hustle. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to put in the effort. The rewards are going to come to those who deserve it. One way or the other, Saturn is the lord of karma. If you deserve a slap, you're going to get it. If you deserve a check, you're going to get it. Saturn promises consequences for every effort, okay, um, consequences are inherently bad. It just is the result that comes from the effort that we put in. Saturn and Capricorn is also going to highlight authority, authority figures, okay? Um, it can also highlight um, our authority and us becoming the authority on a thing, okay? What, what do you think is going to happen? See, Saturn ain't all bad. What do you think is going to happen as you embody even this nine of pentacles energy that, that is oh so Saturnian, where you're disciplining yourself, where you're relying on yourself? You ain't looking for a handout or a hand up. Hell, I got kicked out on my butt while Saturn was going through a particular area of my chart these last three years. And so... This is, like I said, it's the ultimate single card where you're alone, but you're not lonely. You're in, in this period of time. See, Saturn trims the fat. It's not going to be a lot of extra. It's not going to be a lot of Saturn is like the least likely to be, you know, having a party or, you know, unless that's their work. Um, Saturn is least likely to just be doing a whole lot of extra stuff because it's very constricting and restrictive and it sets up boundaries and it has structure and it's organized and it's disciplined, okay? But you can, this Nine of Pentacles is beautiful that it came up even at the bottom of the deck because it shows, uh, it, it mimics a lot of what I was saying last night, which is when you're looking at Saturn, not from the perspective of what you can't do 
And instead, from the perspective of what you can, you can be this nine of pentacles and be thriving in the midst of disciplining yourself and relying on yourself in the midst of that. And because of that, as a direct result of that, you could find yourself very resourceful. You can find yourself flourishing like this nine of pentacles. You can find yourself very comfortable. What do you think is going to happen if you can, if you put your focus and your energy on the hard heart, smart work that lies ahead of you that you can't get around, that there's no shortcuts to, you're going to find yourself full of rewards, full of success, full of progress, full of achievements, full of recognition, full of advancement, okay, full of um, uh, reaching goals, realizing goals, having the Midas touch. I, I, I like when I talk about Saturn. I tend to liken it to Jupiter because I say, well, goddamn, it's dang, it's it's almost the flip side of the energy when you really think about it because Saturn is the luck that you worked for. Sat, like, see, Jupiter is the luck and the abundance and the expansion, and Saturn to me is that same energy. You just put in the work. You create your own luck. You create your own abundance. You create your own expansion. You you create your own advancement. You create your own growth. You create your own adventures. You create your own new experiences. What do you want over the next three years? Okay, put a plan in motion to work for it. When we're talking about Capricorn, we're talking about energy where we're moving up this mountain one step at a time, and it may take you 30 years. It may take you the whole three years. But how do you eat an elephant? Oh, I hate that analogy. <laughs> how do you eat an elephant? How <laughs> How do you climb a mountain? You climb a mountain one step at a time. That is one of the beautiful, powerful lessons of Capricorn. You take something massive and you work on it a little bit each day. And you, over time, you begin to see the progress. Capricorn is slow. Saturn is slow. It's not fast. You're not an overnight success. In three years, people may think you were overnight success, but you were doing the hard, hard, smart work, okay? Um, and, and climbing that hill, that's a, a good analogy and metaphor of how it can feel like an uphill battle. Like I said, what you may perceive as hardship, and I'm just talking about from my last three years of just this acute awareness that Saturn was in my sign, that... Um, there I go. Just blanked right on out, y'all. That is so funny. Um, oh, the hardship. I'll tell you like this. Saturn just went into Capricorn yesterday. It was maybe a two days before Saturn went into Capricorn where I was really beginning to feel some relief from the hardship that Saturn transits can bring. Um, I mean, just until the last couple of few days before it moved out of my sign. So, but what what happened in those last few days and what I'm embodying even now is a newfound appreciation. I'm not saying I wish Saturn would come back <laughs> any time, a day sooner than 29 years from now, but I am saying that I will carry 
with joy, this Ten of Cups in our present position. I will carry with me with joy, and I will carry with me with fulfillment and this glowing and definitely the Ten of Cups that, that denotes. I will carry that with me until it does come back into Sagittarius because I have a newfound respect for Saturn. I have a newfound appreciation for Saturn. And I even have a newfound appreciation for some of what, you know, Saturn does that on the outset it doesn't seem so pleasant. You know, Saturn's going to trim the fat. Saturn's going to, you know, cut people out of my life. Saturn's going to, you know, restrict me and what I can do and my movements. I mean, come on. I experienced all of that. But I tell you this, where Saturn makes you an authority on a matter, I can testify to that too because can't nobody tell me about getting kicked out on my butt with nowhere to go and, and, and getting to a place in that same time frame where I'm back in a place with my name on it. Can't nobody tell me about being in a debilitating accident going almost a year in recovery and rehabilitation physically and now getting back to a point where, you know, I'm doing all kind of stuff physically again. I'm not back at 100%, but I, I'm further than I ever thought I would be at the time of the accident. So whatever the hardship is, the the order of the day while Saturn is transiting these particular areas of your chart that I'm, I'm about to get into right now, perseverance is going to be rewarded. I'll never forget the day I got kicked out. <laughs> I sent a text message to Brother Ampu. It was short and sweet. I mean, what am I going to say? I said, um, you know, I just got told I had to go, blah, 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 in behind astrology, of all things. That That is why I got, I was told that I was getting kicked out because it was dangerous and all this silly stuff, right? And Brother Ampu going to text me back even shorter and sweeter. And see, Saturn, it, it's not a lot. I told you it ain't a lot of extra. <laughs> it's just real concise. And he said, um, I'm paraphrasing, but I believe he said, uh, all is well or it's okay. And it real quick in a split second, I'm thinking, gosh, did he just say it? Did he read read my text? Did he understand what I was saying when I said I'm getting kicked out? (laughs) And it really was, y'all. It really was just what was needed. Once again, I was being shown by spirit that I could do it, that I didn't need the crutch of the person that I was living with anymore and that I could do it. And it did, and what Brother Ampu said was exactly right, that all was well and it was okay. And so as we go through this transit and things get a little rocky or hard in particular areas, take it on the chin and take it as the gift that it is. Nobody said this life would be easy, and nobody, surely nobody said that the success and the achievement and the progress and the rewards would be easy to attain. If it was, everybody would have them. And so especially and extremely acutely over the next few years while Saturn's in its home sign, Saturn wants to reward us here. It really, really does. So um, uh, certain things that Capricorn governs really quickly 
is um, that ambition, you know. Um, it's a, it's an energy that governs aging and the elderly and mentors and authority figures, parents, okay. I mentioned government earlier. I mentioned structures and buildings. Also, as it relates to our physical body, the bones in our body. Once again, while Saturn was in my sign, I had a injury to my skeleton. My entire skeletal system was damaged and injured. When when I went to the first um, lady who was doing uh, therapy on me, we could hear the crunching sounds in my shoulders as she was performing the therapy on me. So, you know, you, these are some of the things that can pop up, bones, skeleton, teeth, um, skin, um, what else, uh, fathers or the more disciplining parent. It doesn't have to be the male parent. Um, boundaries, of course. Um, uh, structures. So when it as it relates to building things, something wants to be built during this time. Some a structure in your life. It doesn't have to be a physical structure like a building. It could be just a structure in your life. I mean, when I break down these areas of your of your life, like if it's uh, in the area of home and family, yes, it could be uh, you know uh, you building a family. Like obviously not a, a physical home, but just. Maybe you're going from a family of one single to a family of three, you know, married and a baby. So um, that these are some of just the concepts and ideas that Capricorn represents. And with Saturn transiting through here, um, these themes are going to be very in our face, okay? Um, so father... Um, age, age, aging, elderly, old age, you know, if this is triggering anything within you, you know, that that's, the, that's part of the message for you, okay, in a really general sense. I'm going to break it down a bit more specifically just moment in moment. Um, now, with Saturn and Capricorn and the hard, heart smart work we're having to do, it, you could find yourself doing it alone, <laughs> you know, more times than not. Um, if you get help, if you have people helping you, great. Um, once again, the card on the bottom of the deck was the card of the single, so, you know, their spirit, again, kind of corroborating this astrology. Um, so relying on yourself. When I got kicked out on my butt, I got a real acute lesson that I need to rely on me. I need to get back in a place with my name on it so I can't get kicked out. That was my lesson. That was my Saturn lesson. Saturn governs life lessons. Um, um, went blank again. But, yeah, lesson. That was my lesson. Um, Saturn wants us to be loyal, wants us to be faithful, wants us to be committed. That is... That's what's gonna. That's one of the things that's gonna help on a definitely an astrological level. I'm gonna get into these a little bit more into these cards too. Um, uh, definitely the discipline as it relates to our physical bodies is going to come up. So, uh, um, your teeth, your bones, your skin, your knees. Uh, 
Um, the stretching is going to be very important as it relates to um, these areas and things like that. Um, teeth, definitely whatever you need to get done, get it done. See, Saturn and Capricorn wants us to be diligent. It doesn't want us to wait till the parent comes home to tell us to do it. It wants us to parent ourselves. If it needs to get done, damn it, do it. And there might, and you and you'll be rewarded. I did what I needed to do today, and I got rewarded with the fact that I don't have to buy new gloves. I had gloves, these gloves. I probably worn them two, three times before I packed them up, and they came back to me in a Mercury retrograde. And you know, I was rewarded for my diligence in being as organized as I can. Um. It's going to, okay, as it relates to, like, our relationship, we're going to be rewarded for our discipline there as well. Um, if you're supposed to meet up with somebody, be on time. If you're supposed to meet up with somebody, meet up with that person and don't flake on them. Don't, um, you know, um, be accountable. Um, even me, I missed two phone calls I needed. I, I just mentioned on the air for L.A. and for Hadassah that, you know, I'm acknowledging, see, because Saturn is mature and Saturn is not trying to shirk responsibility. I'm not just going to act like, oh, well, you know, oops. <laughs> no, I missed two appointments, two phone call appointments today. And I'm going to make it my business to to handle it tomorrow. I'm not gonna let it slide. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let myself make it because that's not Saturn. And if I let myself make it, Saturn's gonna swoop in, like fill in a void and say, Oh, she must want me to discipline her because she ain't even disciplining herself. I'm not gonna punish myself and feel like I'm a horrible person because I missed these couple of phone calls, no. But I am going to get online tomorrow and make sure it gets done. Okay. So uh, I bet y'all won't miss no more. <laughs> so, and then as it looks, and then Saturn has a really enduring and lasting effect um, when it comes to relationships. And of course, I mean, if you're being responsible and disciplined within the context of your relationships, they're likely going to last a while longer, you know, than the ones that were being irresponsible and lackadaisical and treating as if we can do whatever we get good and ready to do. I'm saying this in the context of relationships in general, business, personal, interpersonal, okay? And then as it relates to Saturn and Capricorn in um, the realm of business, um, you know, the sky's the limit when you're actually disciplining yourself and being organized and working hard in your particular field, um, uh, becoming the authority on a matter um streamlining your processes, trimming the fat, you know, not a lot of excess and extra stuff, just bare bones, you know, Saturn was the bones, just bare bones, um, you know, this is what we do, and we do it, you know, expertly every time. We, we are the authority on doing things this way. That's going to get you a lot further here over the next few years than, like, scattering your energy, doing a whole lot of extra stuff, okay? And then... In business and in personal relationships, you know, healthy boundaries are going to be critical. You know, um, everybody can't 
call you all times of the day and night. Keep your business and your personal separate. Draw healthy boundaries, you know, things like that. All these things are going to come into play. So patience. Before I jump into the horoscope, let me remind you, patience, okay? That's one of the main key words. Saturn. That's how you're going to avert a lot of these lower vibrational manifestations of Saturn, like the heaviness, like the depression, like the pessimism, like the negativity. Well, I can't do this. And I already told y'all, don't focus on what you can't do. Focus on what you can. And um, this is taking a long time. I've been at this for a while, and I still can't seem to work the locks and all this stuff. That is a clear indication of impatience. And while Saturn's in Capricorn, it, you're going to be stuck in a depression if you can't manage to access patience, okay? It's going to be vitally important. Because when Saturn's around, you're going to be delayed. You might get kicked out. <laughs> got to have patience. When I got kicked out, I could have cussed out everybody in the house. I just said, I had a real Saturn response. I said, okay, (laughs) and was gone the next day. Like, you know, I had to be patient with the people I was dealing with. I had to be patient with myself. Um, Getting into the accident, my God, wow, life-altering. Work immediate, almost immediately wasn't able to work anymore. Um, immediately, I lost my vehicle. I had not had a vehicle since I was 16. You know, I had to be patient with these kinds of delays, with these kinds of restrictions, or else I would have drove myself crazy. It wasn't going to go any faster than it went. I didn't know if I was ever going to physically recover from that accident. And I wasn't going to recover a day sooner than I did after all the therapy I went through. So patience is going to be key. Patience with yourself, patience with others, and 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 an understanding that things take Time. Certain things take time. Things take time to mature. Saturn governs maturity, maturity in ourselves and maturity in our situations. So, oh my God, y'all! Is my phone about? I'm literally about to get off the air. My, see, Mercury, Mercury station. I'm here to tell you this stuff is real. I plug my phone back up just in the nick of time. <laughs> I'm going to get through the rest of this show, y'all. I promise I am. Um, (laughs) I would have just called back into the line. It's okay. But um, don't be afraid while Saturn's in Capricorn, since it does govern structure and organization and discipline. Like I said with the work, you've been doing something for 30 years. That's the Saturn cycle right there, by the way, 29 and a half to 30 years. And and something cycles back around, usually, though, at about that halfway point, like it feels like a full moon, about half that time, maybe 14, 15 years, you end up discovering that, you know what, <laughs> I can see this clearly from this angle, and uh, I think I'm going to switch this up. But if you've been doing something for 14, 15 years and you realize that 
You know, I need to restructure this area of my life. I need to reorganize this area of my life. I need to discipline myself to do something different in this area of my life. Then by all means, this this next few years will um, acutely show you, um, present to you an opportunity to do so, okay? And what it's going to require of you is your maturity. Mm-hmm. It's going to require, that's what Saturn does. It requires our maturity. When I was getting kicked out on my butt, I had to be mature. Now I can sit here and talk crazy to these people and try to argue my case and defend myself and why I should stay. Or I can simply say, okay, put on my big girl britches, pack up, and leave. Another thing that's going to benefit us that shows up in the cards in our past position that we're taking with us into this Saturn and Capricorn season is this Two of Wands. I love this because it not only shows the astrology of the maturity that we're having to take with us into these next few years, but with the Two of Wands, it's showing the boldness, the boldness that it's going to take to say, you know what, I'm going to discipline myself, I'm going to honor myself, I'm going to be responsible to myself, and I am going to follow the path, not of least resistance, but the path that I know I am supposed to be on, the path that I know I'm supposed to become an authority on. And that's just to one's the boldness, it's the originality. I spoke a bit about that when I was talking about the trine from Uranus to the new moon in Sagittarius, it may be here over this Sagittarius new moon month that it really begins to, like I said, this new moon has a Mercury retrograde on it. So it may be you revisiting your personal power and your originality, the things that make you unique to say, you know what, I know people think I'm weird because I can do this really well, but you know what, (laughs) God gave me this gift, talent, skill, and ability, you know, because obviously I'm supposed to do something with it. Um, I'm supposed to build a structure in my life around this. I'm supposed to build a career around this while Saturn's in Capricorn. So um, the two of wands is definitely showing our ability, our personal power, and our ability to master a situation. So I see us carrying into this Saturn and Capricorn season that very ability. We have the ability to build solid, lasting, enduring structures, be it a marriage, be it a family, be it a business, be it a home, you know, um, be it a hobby, uh, uh, be it a career, be it a an educational pursuit, you know we have the ability to master it, and 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 it go and it flows right into this center column of this eight of swords and the ten of cups. It says we have the ability to master it, and we're going to be led by our inner peace. When you go to your the career you've chosen for yourself up until now. Do do you associate it with inner peace or inner turmoil? The eight of swords or the ten of cups, okay? And so that's going to kind of continue to be an indicator throughout these couple of few years if you're on the right track or not. Saturn's going to make you acutely aware if you are or not. Saturn is a really cold energy, like I said, 
Saturn and Capricorn energy is like the least likely energy that you'll be around where someone will crack a joke or crack a smile or give you a hug. Saturn is not coming home. The parent is not coming home to give you a hug. The parent is coming home to see, have you cleaned up the kitchen? Did you make up your bed? Did you this, that, and the third? Did you honor yourself? Did you align yourself with your... With, with the boldness of your personal power and your ability to master yourself and your life and your calling, that's what Saturn's going to be coming home to do. And it and and I love that, even though in the main spread no pentacles came up like I was thinking that it would, we got in the future position a king, and that is Saturn first certain because all the kings out of all the the um, suits. We got the King of Cups in this particular one. That's why I was mentioning um, that my double Scorpio and Pisces caller would like it because these cups show the passion that I'm talking about when I say, are you disciplining yourself? Have you structured your your life in a way where inner peace and joy is on tap and on offer for you? Because what we're walking into as we near the end of Saturn and Capricorn season, like we just got through with the end of Saturn and Sag season, like I said, it took like the last final few days for me to be like, okay, I don't hate Saturn right now, you know, like I kind of get it why I had to go through all this BS. And it wasn't really BS. It was really for my benefit, you know. Um, I think it's Ralph Smart that says BS is belief system, you know. My belief system needed to change. I didn't need to stay with that person in order to have a stable home. I needed to create a stable home for myself with my name on it. I didn't need, um, you know, the car I had for stability. I needed to know that if I didn't have a car that I could still get anywhere in the world Thank you. (laughs) And so we've got the King of Cups in our future position, and we should notice nearing the end as we, you know, as we get over any hump. Once you get over the hump of this Saturn transit, you should feel like you're more embodying this King of Cups energy, which is calm, actually. (laughs) Kind of like I was at the end of Saturn and Sag, like, I finally calmed down. I finally got it. It finally clicked. Um, There's a protection. I said yesterday on the show talking about rejection is a protection. Where Saturn's making it hard for you, make sure that you perceive energetically whether that's a message of, "Mm, you might want to (laughs) go. This might not be the route for you to take. Or whether it's saying, you can do it. If it was easy, everybody would do it. You know this is your calling. Quit acting like you don't. Nobody say to be, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Because the king of cups is the priest. The king of cups is is the priest or priestess, you know, this this person that is emotionally balanced. They're not all over the place. They're not this eight of swords, you know, the inner turmoil. It's not that. That's why the, the, the spread is even showing you where the inner peace and following the guidance of your inner peace, you know, um, of what makes you fulfilled, of um, feeling uh, satisfied and successful, following that on to 
uh, that being a protection as well, you know. Um, you can go if you're not making millions of dollars, but you're going to a job that makes you satisfied and you feel successful and you're glowing while you're doing it, or you get to do it from home and you're just glowing and just, you know, fulfilled, um, then that's why you get to end up being the king of cups. You get to end up being calm, the calm one, the wise one the protective one, the creative one, the artist one, the helpful one, the one that people consult, baby. This is the card of the consultant. <laughs> people coming to you like, ooh, how do you get to do that? Like, oh, I just, you know, followed my bliss and worked really hard and became really responsible to live the life of my dreams instead of the life of um, that nightmares are made of, Okay. Let you guys have waited long enough. I'm jumping into this astrology tomorrow night. I'm going to incorporate the tarot with it. So in between now and then, um, just uh, marinate on these astrological placements for Saturn going through your area of the, of the zodiac. Okay, for Capricorn, of course, Saturn going through your sign. We got to start with you. Um, you're going to know it. Like I said uh, yesterday. If Saturn's coming home to Capricorn, the Capricorns are the ones that Saturn's going to expect the most out of, okay? So wherever Capricorn is in your chart, um, if sun sign, moon sign, rising sign, um, Venus sign, know that you're going to have to put in that work. You're going to be challenged um, more, or you, you may feel challenged more than most, and you're going to be responsible to stay on task and stay on time. Time management is going to be critical for you, okay, Capricorn? Um, and you're probably going to shoulder even more responsibilities during this time, okay? So, uh, Saturn going through anybody's sign, even Capricorn, but y'all are more built for it, or you should be if you're vibrating high on it and you're embracing Saturnian energies, you should definitely be able to handle it, okay? Um, Saturn just wants, Saturn's not a mean parent. It's just a dis- disciplining parent, the parent that wants you to be your best you the parent that wants you to grow up and be responsible and grow up and, and, and make wise decisions, okay, Capricorn? So that's what this should be feeling like for you, not a punishment, but just healthy discipline that brings out the best and the success in you, okay? Aries, for you, um, sun, moon, rising, Venus, uh, you may sense with Saturn uh, transiting Capricorn that you are put in a position energetically to really make headway towards your goals, really make progress as it relates to whatever you're ambitious about, really um, have success when it comes to your public responsibility, okay? And so um, with this area of the chart, uh, direction, the direction your life is headed in, your life path, okay, um, 
disciplining yourself more in this area is going to be beneficial. What I mean by that is if you're feeling like you don't have a path or you're not on your path, then maybe that's what the next few years are going to be about for you is getting a path, finding a path, okay, and following that path with diligence and discipline, okay? Cancer for you, um, it's Capricorn is directly opposite your energy, so of course that's bringing up your relationships. I can, I just told y'all I can speak on this quite well, Cancer, so take it from me. Um, two or three years from now, Cancer, some of the people you know now, I can guarantee you, you're not going to be associated with them at all. That's just a heads up because these relationships are going to be tested. These relationships are going to be um, challenged, and only the strong, only the real ones are going to survive it, okay? I know that this may not be the happiest message I could deliver to you, but it's a real message, and, and by the end of it, you'll be thankful that all the fake people then got from out around you, okay, <laughs> out from around you. So... Um, what you will also find is the ones that do stand the test cancer, they're the real deal, baby. So that's awesome. You're going to have the ones that stick around, the ones that survive it. Those relationships are going to grow stronger, more committed. You know, you're really going to just know that these people are on your team for the long haul, you know, the ones that, that they endure the test of time. So that's beautiful. Um, Libra. So, Cancer, just do your due diligence, you know, um, and and your relationships are only an extension of your relationship with yourself. So being disciplined to, you know, only want healthy people for yourself in your life and you being the healthiest version of yourself for these relationships to be healthy. It takes two healthy people to be in a healthy relationship. So just keep that in mind as well. Okay, Cancer. Libra for you. It's all about that home front, baby, at home within yourself as well as your physical home, uh, you know, uh, your property, things like that. Um, Just putting your focus there and being determined to have stability and structure on the home front, stability and structure in your emotions, okay, okay. Saturn here may kind of feel like it's sitting on it and like, um, what am I trying to express? Um, Kind of like a coldness. You may not just be all warm, fuzzy on the home for, you know, you may be very serious and very, uh, you know, disciplined and structured when when it comes to this. Or you may, you circumstances may cause you to be like this on the home front. But it's, once again, Saturn is developing and building structure here. So this is a very critical area of the chart, Libra. If you can go through this next two, three years and really allow yourself to bring out the best when it comes to you nurturing yourself, being disciplined, Libra, about nurturing yourself, being disciplined, Libra, about encouraging and supporting yourself and strengthening your internal emotional foundation, you are going to be a force to be reckoned with. This is the very bottom of the wheel. It's the very portion of the uh, wheel that the rest of the chart sits on, the foundation of the chart. And so you being able to discipline yourself here is going to 
provide dividends that you can really build on for real, okay? Um, Taurus, for you, okay, you're going to be disciplining and structuring yourself as it relates to, you know, new experiences and um, uh, uh, even higher education or travel, long-distance travel, um, maybe you were you're supposed to be doing something, you know, on uh, on a f- level of foreign cultural travel, long distance travel, things like that, and you've been slacking on it or lackadaisical about it. This is going to be a time where those things come into finer focus, and you'll be given an opportunity. You'll be, you know, and and it could be very difficult for you if you don't, you know, align yourself with this. Uh, calling that may have something to do with that, then, um, you know, things you're supposed to explore, ways you're supposed to expand that you have not been expanding. Um, Saturn is going to, you know, tap you until you get it done, okay? Um, Taking a look at the big picture, maybe you've been hyper-focused in one area of life, and during this transit, Saturn is going to position you to see the big picture and take it into account and discipline yourself to um, incorporate that into your life experience, okay? Virgo, for you, um, Saturn's going to be going through an area of your chart that is what I was mentioning earlier, talking about children, talking about dating and romance. Um, And so, wow, I I have this placement natally, so I can kind (laughs) of speak on it from that standpoint, but... It's not the most fun. I'll put it like that. Saturn, all up in your love life, it's like the parent being all up in your romance and your love life. It's like, hmm, that's not fun. <laughs> um, but you, once again, just like with um, cancer, and like I said, I had just experienced uh, Saturn in an area that dealt with relationships real heavy. It's not the most fun in the context of your relationships, but it will be the most telling if, you know, you might not be doing a whole lot of dating if you're single and a Virgo over the next few years, but you're going to get real clear on, you know, the dating lifestyle that you want to live. It may not be a whole lot of just, you know, randoms and one-night stands. It may be more of structure in your dating life where you're actually, you know, um, strategically, more strategically putting yourself out there and, and being serious in the context of your dating life patterns going to make you real serious and mature and grow up, okay? Um, uh, you may have some hardships, Virgo, as it relates to your children since it's in this area of your, you know, they may have to grow up um, in, in certain ways, okay? Um you're, uh, this is the area talking about creativity, okay, and hobbies. And so you may be having to discipline yourself and create more structure and organization as it relates to those. You're not really just doing hobbies for the fun of it anymore, and you're put in a position where you have to make this thing, you know, materialize and, and, and be successful, you know, and make some money for you. Um, and so... These are just some of the potentialities. With all of these, I'm going to get back into them in some different ways, especially as it relates to these tarot cards on tomorrow, okay? So 
This is just introducing you to the area of your chart to be looking out for this in because Saturn's already here. Leo, for you, um, it, the work is coming into play. The work, the health, the lifestyle, the habits, the daily routine, okay, you better get it together <laughs> because Saturn's going to make sure you do. Please do not let Saturn have to come in and discipline you in these areas. If you know there's a habit you need to let go of a little bit every day, do what you've got to do. Structure your life to where it sets you up for success instead of failure. Quit. You may have to take a whole different route to go to work just to make sure you do not pass by Krispy Kreme and end up in that blasted drive-thru. You see what I'm saying? You discipline your own self in these areas, and you will be so glad you did because if Saturn has to come discipline you in the area of your health, I, I, I just I wouldn't want to hear about it, you know, because it, it can't be good. It can't be good as it relates to your work. You're more aligned with what I was saying about, you know, structure in your work. Things could get really hard for you at work if you're doing something you're not, if you're supposed to be on another path. So Saturn will be open to Saturn making those things quite clear to you and you fall in line with it and don't um, let Saturn have to discipline you there. Sagittarius, yay, Saturn's out of our sign. And now it is an area of our chart dealing with, the way we look at what we value, our values, our valuables, our possessions, okay, um, our relationship with money, our relationship with our self-worth and our self-value and our confidence, okay, our resources, um, the things that we attract to us. Um, and so we, we're definitely feeling a sense of, okay, it's not like constantly Saturn on our ass, like you can't do anything, so sat down, but you may feel a sense of that in your finances. So structure your own finances, discipline your own self as it relates to your finances. Um, get on a budget, stick within that budget, save. You're going to be so glad you did. You're going to feel more secure and stable. You could become an authority on money matters over the next few years, Sagittarius. Scorpio. Um let me just give y'all the rest of the, you know what, Scorpio and Pisces is next, and my caller was just so amazing. Um, Scorpio, you're dealing with Saturn in your um, area of your chart that deals with skills, training, study, learning, gathering information, um, uh, developing ideas, your mind, so and travel, um, short-distance travel. So structuring your life around these things, getting really serious and clear on your ideas, streamlining your ideas. You've, you've been maybe having a lot of ideas, prioritizing and narrowing them down to maybe one or two that you can really focus on over the next few years is going to be critical. Um, the Saturn disciplining the area of your mind, you're going to really like that, I think, ultimately. Pisces 11, um, this area of your chart is dealing with um, – your social life, your associations, the groups you associate with, your hopes, wishes, and dreams, your um, ideas for your future, um, um, electronic technology, okay? So structure, you may have to discipline yourself as it relates to technology. You may have to discipline yourself to um, uh, uh, 
towards technological advancements and allowing your genius to shine through. This area of chart is talking about revelations, inspiration, um, genius ideas, and things like that. So um, it's going to benefit you even when it comes to humanitarian causes. Maybe you need to be more responsible about the humanitarian causes that you associate yourself with, the groups you associate yourself with, okay? Instead of just any group that will have you, you'll take, you'll belong to one, you know, being more serious and taking taking it more seriously. Um, I'm down to seconds, y'all. Aquarius, you're having Saturn go through an area of your chart that is really going to make you grow up and handle your business on a spiritual level. If you have been shirking that responsibility, not anymore. And Gemini, for you, um, mm, you and uh, Aquarius may be having to just get serious about letting some stuff go and purging some stuff out of your life. But I'm going to dig even more deeper. I'm going to do an entire show full of horoscopes tomorrow. I have 10 seconds left. I really appreciate y'all for um, joining me tonight, and I'm not going to leave y'all hanging. I'm going to make sure that I do a horoscope episode tomorrow to um, incorporate the tarot into these for you so you'll have a lot more clarity and guidance, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Happy Saturn and Capricorn from now to 2020. We got this. We're becoming we're becoming authorities on matters, and we're growing up. Woohoo! And we're reaching success and progress. Yes. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.